All right, we're back. Hello, everybody. Our favorite listeners are here to join us for episode 207 of SDC Pod, your Start to Continue podcast. Uh, we are recording in the morning, yet it's over the internet, so we haven't done this combination in a long time. My buddy Joe gave me a phone call, told me to get things ready. He was ready. We should change our record time, stop everything I'm doing. And uh, set things up and get things moving. <clears throat> I was trying to do you a favor or us a favor because I know how the late night records can sometimes be, you know, a bit of a stress on you. Uh, I would have been nine o'clock, so it wouldn't have been late, but that's okay. Thank you. I appreciate uh, having you move us to whenever it suits you best. So uh, he says, get things ready. 1030. I'll be waiting. 1030. Guess who's waiting? That'd be me. I'm waiting. Where's Joe? Dude, I was on like 1035 because I had to make some food because I was starving. Just Isn't got back shocking? out from my, my morning rituals at the gym. Turned out another episode of uh, the Polykill podcast while I was roid raging, as you like to call it. Yeah, it's great. So I get to have yeah. you all adrenaline and pumped. Oh, you're never happy. <laughs> no. How else do you want me to be? I don't get this. If I'm professional... You go, nobody wants to hear that. That's boring. And if I get too riled up, it's never, you're not happy about that either. Anyway, I was trying to do you a favor. And he comes on the mic, smacking food on a giant sandwich that he ate into the microphone. Like I was going to press record on that. Make our listeners listen to you chomping. Well, now I'm eating a piece of chicken stuck through the end of a knife. Hmm. Is that any better? life of joe man it's nothing but eating and sleeping if i hadn't called you today what would you be doing enlighten the listeners as to your riveting life oh. on a rainy tuesday morning what would yeah. you what would bill be doing no judgment from you uh unless i said i was spending all my time and money at a gym uh it would get no respect from you so no i'm just I, saying what, talk about it. no what would you <laughs> no spit chicken on the mic yeah you're already condescending so i know where that's going you were condescending to me in regards to what i was doing all i'm asking is what would you have been doing i got stuff to do i asked you if you were doing anything or had any plans you go nope well, how, i was sitting on the couch all morning how could i know at that time of the morning because you planned your day the night before no i don't have anyone to plan my day for me like what happens with you so I don't know. It's whatever I feel like doing. I have, I have goals in mind. Some winterizing has to happen at some point. What's this winterizing? You know, where you bring the stuff in from the, from the, from the deck. And I got some uh, caulking I got to throw around. All this should have been done when the weather was warm, especially the, <clears throat> especially the caulking. Well, I hate doing it. So uh, I got off. caulking. I need to do around my, one of my side doors. Uh, That's the, right. The one, last two, one of his side doors, one of his many side doors. The last two weeks, it's been like we were living in Seattle with the amount of rain that we've been getting. Yeah. It's, and this is disgusting weather. I I can't stand rain. It just uh, all traffic down. It takes you an extra 10 minutes, at least to get somewhere. Yeah, today uh, my, though, looking pants, at the window, the bottom of my pants get wet because they're too long and they're touching the ground and they get soaked in the puddles. And my bum, my I'm not done. 
my bu- my bumming shoes that I wear around outside have no tread on the bottom, so my socks get wet. So now I got to spend money to buy a new pair of bumming shoes. No, just get a good pair of shoes. I got a good pair of shoes. Those are my walking around shoes. You don't have a good. I need these are the these are my work my work uh, shoes that I use around the house, cutting the grass, doing concrete work, any sort of dirty labor work. I don't wear my good shoes around the house. What good shoes? I'm not talking about your clickety clacks. You need good shoes for walking around. Yeah, I got them. You saw them, my gray ones with the squared off toes. No, everyday walking around shoes. And then you have your work shoes that you leave for the other stuff. That's what I got to buy. That's damp. uh, By the way, don't buy uh, work shoes at uh, Payless or Garbage. I spent mm. 30 bucks on these things. Can you believe they got the tread wore out in six months? Yeah, I can, I can totally believe that jerks. Um, Why yeah, bright white. Can you adjust your light? What kind of a ghost? <laughs> Good. How's that? <laughs> it's better now. Witness protection program. Opposite way. Just pure white out. Is that better? No. Uh, seriously. What's hey, oh, more, more? You want it off? No, nah, you're too dark now. Yeah, see. Um, you see how I'm lit beautifully. You can see the the full on monster. There you go. That's uh, nice. looking out the window, man. This rain, it's like coming in sideways too, and it's that really very fine. You know, it's freezing cold. Ugh, do not want to go outside in that. No, it's not cold out. It's just raining. Well, uh, congratulations to you. I have to uh, extend this. Joe is coming off a very successful guest appearance on Cartridge Club Prime, the Cartridge Club Game of the Month podcast, which was Resident Evil. You can find that over at cartridgeclub.org or anywhere you look for podcasts. Uh, Joe's the big special guest over there. And uh, impressive performance, I thought. Are you being serious? Oh boy, folks, you got to hear, you got to hear my partner, Joe, when he, when he's a guest on someone else's show. What does that Those, mean? I'm being respectful to I someone else's show. Who you like, do you think everyone over there has never heard you before on like anything else you've done? What it's a, but the thing is, it's a different audience. Oh, here we go. Is this like how our YouTube channels have different audiences? It is a different audience. Someone turning in for the CC prime might not be interested in the brand of humor that we do on STC. This is they what might not be as cultured to this understand. Is, this is what you get when you invite Joe on your podcast. He comes up pro, which uh, is very respectful, but all they do is ask him a simple question like, Joe, what do you remember about Resident Evil 2? And then you hear, I remember Resident Evil 2 from when I was a kid. It involved Leon and his, and he goes, Listen, on you're not to reading. Read. You're reading like that scene in The Godfather. The wedding, okay? <laughs> he Just goes not- on to read for like 10 minutes straight. Godfather, I humbly respect you inviting me to your day of your daughter's wedding. Listen, 
if I don't write it down, I can't remember the point form notes. No, you can't remember what they're asking you a basic memory about the show. No, I'll forget things that I wanted to bring up. That's why stuff is written down. Why do you write stuff down for our show? I don't write anything down for you our do. show. Liar. No, I don't. The only thing I might do, here's my little uh, podcasting cheat. Uh, my tip for all fellow podcasters out there, which I never remember to even do this, is when we're talking and you, um, when you start to say something that maybe I want to continue on with later, I'll jot that not note down so I know to go back to it. But I often forget so to do that. You come to shows with notes written down previously. I have not. The show is off the cuff. Why can't you be honest? Why can't you be honest? You're trying to put on this air of podcast superiority. No, why nobody just, gives a shit. So whatever. Well, uh, we are just able to banter back and forth. And I am because uh, I come to the show with nothing, and I I shit out gold. <laughs> what I do? Do you? You are a mountain of shit that I have to mine the gold out of. That is more. I am an expensive lady. I'm just not going to give it up. You got to treat this pussy right. If you want to get some, get some what I just said, you got to treat what, right? What? No, I'm not saying it again. <laughs> it's only funny when I say it once. Uh, do you have anything to say about your appearance? Uh, I'm leaving the floor open to you. Uh, it was great. I sent musty and sauce. So thank you for letting me be on. Did you? Their uh, stone cutters podcast. You sent them a thank you. Of course. I DM them really privately. I do talk to other people, you know, just because I don't do it publicly on Twitter means I'm, doesn't mean I'm not talking to people. Sure. I, I totally believe that. So I so said, thanks. Uh, it was a great show. It was great talking to, uh, Chris, that old ass gamer was on with me. It wasn't just me. And, uh, we had a great time reminiscing about resident evil two. looking forward to the next one. I think I'm going to most definitely probably be buying it on day one. I haven't done that for. I think the last time I did that for a game was Grand Theft Auto Five, so I'm looking forward to it. And then I asked to be on another one, but uh, they said no. And they said, "Are you going to read some more?" Because we well, have the one of the other games I wanted to be on was one that I've had, I think, for two years now. It was bought at the Berry Game Exchange, and uh, I haven't tried it. I've always wanted to, so I thought it would have been a good reason for me to. Uh, throw it in and get started on it so i'll still do it just to play along with everybody else there's stuff in the works for uh some other things mm, is there but uh, it was a good good show i love uh it was only my second time ever being on the cc prime what what are you what are you holding back he stopped talking because he's eating are you gonna play the you're not a resident evil fan right it's 10 30 in the morning and you're eating now you're going to eat probably till 11 and then how long of a break until you eat for lunch all i grabbed now was that i made a toasted salami sandwich i grabbed the chunk of cheese i got a quarter of a chicken and an apple hmm. and a coffee yeah that sounds very reasonable for a mid-morning snack i needed to um well i worked out so i needed to oh. get something in me oh such a tough life is is always have to be about meat? Do you have to have meat for every meal? I prefer not to, but I didn't have time. To I do keep hearing. Else. I keep hearing you prefer not to. 
but I keep seeing meat every time you eat. You see meat because you love meat and you see meat. You want to see meat in everything that there is. In fact, last week I got to witness Joe steal someone's uh, wrapped salami, an entire stick that someone had left in the fridge, you know, that you would buy uh, at the deli counter, like pre-wrapped a, a huge salami stick that you would portion up into a meal. He took that, broke the seal, stole the entire salami stick, and ate it in one sitting. Not slicing it up neatly with some uh, crackers and cheese, just gnawing off of it like a dog on a rawhide. And that was okay to him. And then he still says to me about how I eat too much meat, and I'm meat infatuated. Well... As always, I have to correct you after you say something. So first off, it wasn't stolen. My friend said I could have one of the halves. So I said, thanks. So that's why I opened up his two pack of salami. And why, why would someone really want you to eat? Because as I just food? said, he's my friend. Why would they do it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I bought this so Joe can have it. Of course. Yeah, please, Joe, go and eat it. What's know, he going to say? I know you don't understand the idea of friendship. No, that's he's, how friends work. No, you're, he's the, that's right. That's what you're, you're um, wedging your, your weight behind because he's not going to say no. You put him into a position much like this is like the Louis C.K. and those ladies he used his power to put himself into a position where they could only say yes. What power am I throwing to my friend? Well, one, he is a junior employee and you are a senior. So therefore, when someone of stature is asking for something from you, what can you say? Uh, one, you know, that title means absolutely nothing in the place where we work. I'm saying he is a junior employee to you. So what, because I've been there longer than him. If that's the reference you're talking about. No, in every sense of the what reference. I told you about making bullshit up on podcasts and then people believe you. <laughs> well, so stop spouting lies. Uh, well, I bring a very compelling argument that is obviously not, has merit. Very uh, compelling lie. You want me to start lying and see if people believe it? Well, if, if people are able to believe it, there must be. It must be credible, right? No. I'm sorry that, uh, this is how it is. You know, when I bring forth the story, uh, old judge Kavanaugh over there gets all crazy and, uh, you know, starts contradicting you don't know it, the backstory to any of it. Who's more credible. Thank you. Well, <laughs> you the fucking show yourself. <laughs> Cause I refuse to be on a show where people are spouting lies about me. Did you eat an entire thing of salami? I didn't deny that. Was it someone else's backstory of how I got it? Did you ask him if you could have it? I didn't even ask. He offered. He offered. How does it come up in there? So <laughs> how can you even be judgmental? How do, so I'm telling how, you now, change the topic. I'm curious. How did it come up? That he goes, hey, I got this salami. Joe, would you like it? I'm not talking about it anymore. It's just salami, Joe. We can have a discussion about it. 
If you're not going to lie about it, sure. I'm not lying. I'm asking you to tell the story of how it was offered to you. Cause I don't even know how that comes up in a subject matter. Uh Oh, folks got Joe upset. Yeah, you fucking did. Oh, got Joe upset. Do not discuss salami in front of Joe. Do not lie about me. I have not. I've never lied about you. Come on. I suggest we change the topic. All right. What else do you have for me? I got to calm down. So you got to talk about something for a minute. I, I got nothing. I hope people uh, look for the latest episode of Dollar Dorks because yours truly is going to be a guest on that. That should be coming out um, sometime this week when people are listening to this, I think. So I finally get to sit down with, uh, well, I've sat down with Derek before, but this is the first time I'll be uh, trading stories with Chris Roberts, the infamous Chris Roberts, and I'll be uh, debunking some of his theories. We'll get to the truth of the matter. You've been on a Dollar Dorks before, right? Oh, yeah. I was on the very first episode of Dollar Dorks. Brought out the big guns to. Was uh, it called Dollar Dorks then, or was it just. Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dollar Dorks. I thought it'd be fun if you came on this one, too. Nope. But... Yeah. No? Nope. Why is that? Uh, I just don't want to discuss everything in my life. And I really have nothing in comparison to how Derek and Chris do their thrifting and saving and eBaying. My story, if any, would be crap compared to what they could tell people. So how do you compete with uh, Chris Roberts? You can't. The guy is extremely entertaining. I could sit and listen to that guy forever. And he needs to, a word of advice, uh, he needs to stop saying, you know, he likes to talk on the show for a long time. He needs to stop worrying about that and just talk. Don't be worried how long you're talking. It's, it's extremely entertaining. And you would have nothing to contribute, you're saying. You have no experience in the buying and selling. Nothing that they haven't seen or done already. Nothing they haven't seen or done. Hmm. So I wouldn't be able to contribute anything worthwhile. Really? So I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste my, their time on the show. Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, if I recall something that happened to you though, and I think it's relevant, maybe I'll just, you know, can I add that to the show? You know, you don't think it's relevant. No, I don't think so. No. Just keep it about you. Well, you, you if, I was, if I was there, I would talk about something about me, but. You're yeah. the guests. Just keep but, it about your stuff. But you have nothing, so there's nothing for you to worry about if I do happen to recall something that happened. You just keep it about your stuff. Is it because you just Why can't you out? just talk about yourself? Is it just because you worked out that you're all uh, raging and no. angry? Is it the, the HGH that pumps you up to a certain level that you can't communicate anymore? That's not it. I'm still coming down from your attack. Well, generally we have fun with my attacks, but, uh, no, um, he's not taking, today. he's taking his ball and going home. Well, what did you, what did you have planned for today's big episode? I was going to eat into the microphone for the first half hour. I'm not going to eat my apple out of respect. 
Oh, because that would be too crunchy. You know, I was at, uh, I was just looking at my McDonald's coffee cup. I was at McDonald's today. How do you plan? Do you got a plan of action when you come up to the drive-thru and you see like cars in multiple lanes there? Because you know what I did? Pick the one that's moving. Well, say they're both not moving. Because I've been doing this lately where I'm, I'm slowly creeping into the, deciding which lane to go to if there's no one behind me by judging the vehicles that are in the specific lanes. You know, you see one with a minivan and you're thinking like, all right, there's probably, there's probably a mom's in there or someone who's going to be a pain in the ass and order a bunch of pickups. Right. So I don't like going behind the minivan. Then you see like, if you see like usually like a Mercedes or, you know, one of those, a higher end car, those guys are probably usually there just for a quick, quick order. Like, boom, give me a coffee, large one cream. That's it. So I'm trying to do that. And there's times when I'm doing it and it's just like completely get hosed. I go behind what I think is like an SUV and it's going to be quick. And it's some old fart who takes literally five minutes. Like it happened today to order. Cause as, as he pulls through, I can see his order before it goes off the screen. Just one, one breakfast combo <laughs> took him five minutes mm-hmm. and he was talking. It's not like he was waiting for the, for the staff to say, hi, can I take your order, please? There was communication going on. And this old fuck was just like, I don't know what, can you tell me the ingredients of this bacon and egg McMuffin combo? <laughs> you ever run into that issue? I had, uh, I had a person in front of me where, you know, when they, they pay at the first window and then go up to the second window. And as soon as they got to the second window, uh, the staff leaned out and you could see them point to send the guy to the waiting area. Cause his order was going to take longer. And so I'm like, yeah, get, get moving, get going. You're waved ahead. Get going, get going, get going. But he st- he was like arguing with them as they were trying to move him to the next window. And then fu- and like, she's like leaned extremely far out the window to point directly to where he's supposed to park. He's still not getting it. And then finally I see out of his window comes a coupon. Now the coupon should have happened one window ago. Why are you trying to do a coupon now? And so that just, uh, slowed the whole endeavor even further. So it's all, all types out there, all types. Let's get yourself organized people. I can, uh, I can imagine what type of person this was. (laughs) So yeah, that was, that happens. Although you got to give McDonald's credit. They're still a billion times faster than tim hortons is i don't even go to tim hortons anymore mm-hmm. the coffee mm-hmm. is shit it's a last resort when we're at work um if i don't have time to grab a coffee i'll go upstairs to the tim hortons and pick one up providing it's open though because of their ridiculous hours that that uh, this tim hortons operates at but yeah they're garbage you know what i hate is the uh occasionally my wife sends me to harvey's and they're so, this chain is so antiquated and their drive through is such shit that I, I don't know. It just takes forever. It's one of the slowest fast food pickup drive throughs I've ever go to. Yeah. That's not a drive through kind of place. You don't go through the drive through at a Harvey's because they are building your burger for you from the ground up. So that's a walk-in. You got to walk in. And oh, sorry. Not, not, uh, why did I say Harvey's? I meant Wendy's. 
Ah, Wendy, sorry. Harvey's, you're right. That's that's a going in build. But uh, no, Wendy's. Dave is probably turning in his grave, seeing how that franchise is run. His yeah, daughter, there's his daughter's slacking. There's a lot of locations that are haven't seen an upgrade in 40 years. I can't imagine that franchise is doing well. I think it was all only doing good when Dave was around. I just got a notification on my phone. I uh, for from Google. I often will send a, a photo for them to populate their picture searches and whatever. If I'm at a museum or at a restaurant or something, take a picture and upload it to Google Maps. My pictures have just crossed the one million view threshold. I'm sorry. Say this again. Google. <sighs> I, I saw something shiny. Sorry. Uh, the photos I have contributed to uh, Google Maps, you know, to help people see stuff about locations like well, exteriors oh, okay. or Wait, if you're why? in a, a rest. Well, just for fun. Just for fun and prestige. And Wait, uh, why do you need the let me let me ask you a question that you would ask me in this scenario. Do you need the acknowledgement and the prestige, as you call it? Do you need to waste your time doing this for people? Uh, well, I I appreciate it when I am in a new city or something, and I'm looking up where to go to eat or something like that, and you get some photos of uh, what you can expect. Those photos got there by contributors. But any place worth going to and that I would even bother acknowledging or spending my money on should have like a website or something regarding their place and what's involved in there. Which you can easily find by doing a Google search or uh, using one of those, uh, the, those food apps. Uh, Google search, the photos get uh, populated by contributors much like myself. And, uh, restaurants, individual websites are often extremely lacking in, uh, their interior shots or any shots of their own food is certainly staged. So why not, you know, see actual real, real experience from people much like, uh, an actual review. So you get, you take a photo and you upload it to Google maps and it's a uh, geo marked where you are and people can see it and use it. And I don't know, as a, as a photographer myself, it's nice to, uh, help people out. So my shots have just went over the million view mark. Isn't that crazy? Congratulations. <laughs> I feel Congratulations bad. Congratulations on being a contributor to the food eating society. Well, it's for travel as well, but, um, I feel bad. My most viewed shot, which has over 600,000 views is at this little breakfast restaurant I go to sometimes. And the shot I took was prior to their latest, um, remodeling. And I don't know why the shot gets so many views, but it, it, it just thousands of views a week. And it's of their old when they were old and shitty. <laughs> so I kind of feel bad that it's not when they uh, upgraded, but what can you do? 600,000 views there. Yeah, but, but you don't get anything out of it. You're welcome guys. 
You don't get anything out of this. Sorry for being a contributing member of society. Well, you've, uh, you've just proven how you ruined the reputation of this, this store, <laughs> this, this food eatery. I'm sure they are not saying thank you. Uh, well, maybe they, uh, yeah, you know, I'm still, um, uh, uh, stumble over an excuse now. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still giving them. How about uh, you take down their photo? I can't do that because I can't, I can't do that. It owns Google owns it now. If they don't like it, I'm sure they could apply to get it taken down. Mm. And I've taken newer shots from there. So I've done my, uh, I've done my good deed. Regardless, uh, any news is good news for these places. So, you know, they're, they're getting people to see their location. So, you know, it's not all terrible. Even though they spent money to redecorate. They got 600,000 views, which is like 600,000 advertisements that went out for them. So it's fine. They're doing good. I can't think of anything funny to say about that. When you, when you send your picture up, you can also add ratings and reviews. You can go as far as you want. And Google will often ask you is questions. Dated, though, too? Like, hey, this photo is from 1985. Mm, yeah, I imagine. No. You mean, that means no. Okay. You've been out thrifting at all? Mm, yeah, I guess I went last night. Um, How do you not know? Yeah, I went, yeah, it was around five o'clock. So it was after all the sharks have cleaned the place out and after all the carts have been out and picked over. So I was just like, I'm like the, uh, the sucker fish cleaning up the algae at the bottom, if anything's left and, uh, not much left. So not much for me, although I did find some more airplane magazines. So I grabbed those up. That's always exciting. That's good. I'm looking at this massive pile of boxes behind you. Yeah. Well, that's not, that's why I'm not going crazy. I, I got enough. I got enough to uh, flip. So where were you going with that story? Uh, I know. You, I know you already went thrifting. Well, I usually go out every now and then. Oh, you know what I watched every day. You already went today. Why is it a big secret? You know, like what if someone finds out, I'm you do this. this out. So fuck. Okay. You're a big editor. I wanted to bring up that I watched, um, season one of Castlevania on the dark web. That was good. I enjoyed it, man. When did you watch the whole se- I saw you watch one episode. I watched, I watched all of them. There's only four episodes. Oh, was it? Well, I definitely, I heard it playing and saw it playing while you were not, not watching it. Well, I was so busy I knew that happened. at the same time, but I did enjoy it. So I'm going to start uh, probably season two tonight. Why don't you go back and watch season one? I don't need to, because I know what happened. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm not watching it through Netflix though, because it's a waste of money. I love how you live your life through pockets of information. Lots of blank spots. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get what you're referring to either. 
you know, I was at, uh, I was out thrifting one day. I made a note of this cause I thought, cause I was eavesdropping on this lady complaining to this poor kid, well, not poor kid, younger man who is a stockroom. I don't know, whatever they, they got stockroom leader or backroom leader or whatever the fuck. And she's asking him about this uh, old pet carrying crate, you know, something like for a smaller dog, right? There's a price tag of 19 on it. And she's going, um, and he was trying to explain to her how his team, as he called them, prices items. Mm. And it was interesting because she was saying, well, I, I can just go literally to a store in the same plaza here and buy a new one for $40. But you guys are selling this beat up one for 20 plus tax. And he was trying to, and she's going like, you know, you guys are a, a, supposed to be a thrift store. <laughs> and it was just, it was an interesting conversation. It's just, he was just trying to justify their pricing means. And I should, I, I should have recorded it actually. I almost, I almost did. I don't know why I didn't. But, and then have you noticed, I don't know if yours is like this, but one of the ones I go to, they are putting out new priced or new, like brand new items for sale. Still in packaging, like shipped to them boxes and boxes of the same item. Like the, uh, this one in particular had like, brand new socks all in sealed packages and underwear like long johns and an undershirt and sealed packages and mm-hmm. no mine all. was doing the exact same thing yesterday so they're now going out and buying stuff i can't imagine the quality of the stuff what these items are like but yeah it's all comparable to the stuff you find at uh the dollar store for socks and those mini gloves and toques and hats and all that stuff. They'll buy all that new and have a whole aisle dedicated to it for some reason. And they must sell a lot because they do it. Now that the Halloween stuff's all packed away. Now they're using that aisle up for new. Aisle. This is a, a third of the store. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, what are they, rid- what are they trying to be? Are they trying to turn into like a, Jeez, I'm trying to think of like a store that a dollar store. Well, dollar store somewhere between like a dollar store and like Zellers. When Zellers was around at the end, kind of thing, right? Just you know, real bottom of the barrel shit. It's like, hey, we got new stuff here too. So do all your shopping here. I, I'm seriously expecting to see a little. Uh, a uh, food counter come into the value village at one point. Come buy your groceries here too. I just can't believe how every single store is like full on Christmas now. So depressing. Full on Christmas. It's like no holds barred. Well, it's two months away. Ugh. Mm. Oh, good. We are going to eat the apple. My apple's turning brown. Wow. There's no way I'm going to sit here and not eat. (laughs) 
There you go. I muted while I finished chewing down that piece. <laughs> you know what I got back into recently? It was listening to music again. You should uh, get serious XM radio. I paid for that for numerous years. Well, I'm loving it still. It was just the streaming service. So you can stream it on your phone and it was like 30 bucks for six months. I hope they have another promo after six months. So I can keep That's going. That's all it's worth, man. But, uh, man, I don't, I don't like being told though, what to listen to. Well, like I had it on the computer at work there that one night when I was, uh, letting you listen to my music all night uh, long. You mean when you were forcing me to listen to your music? Yes. And you and could put all your favorite channels on one page in front of you. And it constantly updates what song is playing on all those channels at the same time. So it's like, you're the, you're the DJ on your own channel and you can just flip between all those channels. When you see a song, you like come up. Well, you're not the DJ though. Cause if you want to listen to like, say Neil Young or something like that, it's like, mm, no one's playing him yet. I'll keep watching. Eventually, one of these two, two out of these channels should be putting him up at some point. Yeah, Why but just throw in a CD or something like that. Man? Well, that's for that is for that application. But when you just want to like explore music, it's nice that there's this stream of variety coming at you. Now, I will notice, Sirius, I'm on to you that just like friggin' broadcast radio, there's, uh, you know, and they, they touted themselves as like being old school where a program manager is picking all the songs and all that. And these, uh, famous DJs are like curating the music. I could see the same track pop up. It'd be on this channel. And then two minutes later, it'd be on that other channel. And then it'd be on this channel over there. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's just all one big algorithm throwing the same bunch of songs across all the channels. Well, they're not paying someone to do that. Well, they, right. But they unless do you have, get the specialty channels, like, you know, uh, those channels specific to a particular artist, like say the Springsteen channel, right. Where yeah. that one they have, I've seen for the most part, like fans or, or, or guest, uh, D, you know, people from the industry would come on as guest hosts, I guess, for certain things. And they would pick the songs that they, they are going to play and, and, and tell you their story behind, you know, their memories of it or whatever. So that's mm -hmm. different. But yeah, I think for the most part, like you said, it's just a, it's just a CG algorithm. That's, you know, it's uh pumped out, like all over their, their channel base. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that the, the guest thing, this just happened yesterday on Monday on the Tom Petty channel and Wilson stepped in for a guest shot on there and she picked out an hour's worth of, uh, Tom Petty music to, uh, and told her stories behind it when she started listening to Tom and all that business hmm. uh, and Wilson from heart. So that was cool. And of course, you know, the Grateful Dead channel does like stories from the road where some roadies get on there and talk for a couple hours. And every day they play a full on concert, full on Grateful Dead concert, which is three plus hours. 
Uh, where else are you going to get that? Oh, they got to sell 24 hours. So why not? They got the Billy Joel channel right now. They got, Have there uh, been, um, I don't know why there's no Bob Dylan channel. I don't uh, understand that. Because they don't want people falling asleep while I they're driving a car. I don't understand that. They don't want sleeping people while they're driving. Every one of those artist channels have, are all derived and influenced by Bob Dylan. So why he doesn't have his own channel, I don't understand. He did have his own radio show on XM, Theme Time Radio, which was always good. But uh, if Billy Joel can have a channel and, and Bruce Springsteen. Because they're relevant. The more relevant now than Dylan is. Not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying that time period has passed. That's he's continues to influence modern day artists <sighs> in I'm saying a profound way <sighs> that no other. I know you got to stick up for your boyfriend. Well, it's fine. Let's let's face facts here. Let's look no, at let's uh, let's just call it what it is. And no one cares. <laughs> I know you like Dylan. I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying sometimes music passes on. It's not like it's not going to come back. Everything does. It's all cyclical. These are in this area of channels I'm listening to. It would be very relevant to have a, why doesn't Crosby stills Nash and young have their own channel? Cause no one cares. At no, a particular time. And plus, a lot of their music doesn't resonate with a lot of... No, that's not true. That's because Neil has his own thing going on, his own streaming stuff happening. So he's not going to give it to Sirius. And we're not talking about modern music. We're talking about this, you know, collection of channels that uh, appeals to... Uh, the classic rock listener. You know, they have an Elvis channel. Yeah, no one cares about that. They have uh, ask you, did they you have a Jimmy Yeah, well, the, all those potheads. Don't listen to anything. Um, have you noticed an increase at all? Is is there still is it still commercial free for their channels? Because I think I remember when I was doing it which would have been back in 2000 and I guess 2006 to 2010 was when I paid for it. And I mainly did it just to listen to the Howard Stern. Um, has there, is there, there's still like no increase in commercial sponsor content, right? So I remember there, there being the odd one that would pop in. No, none of my channels I listen to have commercials except for the Stern channel. Oh, that one's that, ridiculous. That's got that's just like his live 10 channel. or 15 minutes of commercials mm -hmm. between segments. Well, you know, whatever. He's got to have a break. He, you can't expect him to broadcast for three hours straight, even though when he first came to Sirius, that was his pitch, that he would do that. But I don't think anyone should have to be on the mic for a full three hours straight. No, but you know, there's commercial breaks and then there's taking advantage of and, and putting out, you know, an exorbitant amount of sponsors when really 
it's not needed for his channels, to be honest with you. You can that's be just, honest. That's just a money grab for him. Sort of uh, lost interest in him. Well, that's the joy too with the app. You just go back. I listen a day later because you can pull his shows from the previous two weeks on demand and they cut out all the commercials, cut out all the bumpers, and uh, they just put a nice, concise show out there on demand. So it's, yeah, I've been listening to a lot of them again. And uh, although the show has evolved and changed, it's still, uh, it's still pretty good. Although every day I miss Artie on there, I miss that Artie voice. Instead, Robin has like moved fully into a co-host position, and uh, well, she's got she she's gotten big enough. Uh, she's taken Artie's place because she's the size of herself and Artie together. Hey, oh, yeah. But they they've they've been doing good stuff. His uh, his attacks on Ronnie the limo driver are just they're legendary at this point. It's been some good stuff. Who knew you'd want to hear more Ronnie on the radio, but it's good well, stuff. We, we just watched, well, you forced me to watch, um, Artie's movie beer league. Yeah, we did. We cut, we caught the end of it. There's nothing wrong with beer league. No, it's actually all, if I can be honest with you, it's, you can gotten, be honest. it's gotten funnier. Uh, the more I see it. I don't know why you didn't think it was funny the first time. I just didn't then, care about it. Oh, it's because all the Italian jokes. No, it's just, I just didn't care. <laughs> yeah. It's all the Italian jokes. Joe got upset, but now he can step away and laugh at it. Yeah. No, I just, it, it's just, it's one of those things where I think the more you watch and listen to it, you catch the subtleness of certain things in there. Like a lot of the jokes are, you know, they're, they're one liners, So they're thrown out quick and quick. Right. Mm -hmm. I think I, I appreciate it more the one, you know, the second or third time around. Yeah. You had a lot but of guest shots in there. He's like, so super young there. And then you see how he is now, where it's just like old and broken down and, you know, years and years of drug Addiction and drinking has, uh, it's really caught up to him. I think. Well, he's turned a corner nowadays. So I thought, I think I haven't seen him in a little while, but he was doing a lot better. Maybe he's fallen off again, but who knows? The only part about that movie is weird. Cause there's so many fat jokes and how he's a fat slob and fat and fat. And really when he shot that movie, he was in the best shape of his life. <laughs> Pretty much. He looked good. Yes. That's the problem with that movie I always saw was that he got to make it um, too early in his career when like, they just barely got that movie going. So there wasn't a ton of money to do reshoots or anything like that. And you can see some scenes that would have been better if they were shot one more time where the actors just didn't nail it and uh, could have used a reshoot there. But otherwise, it's nothing wrong with barely. Uh, that's part of the charm of it. I think nothing wrong. It's not meant to be, uh, it's not the meant, meant to be nominated for, you know, Oscar contention. No, there's just some lines by some of his buddies in the movie that really came off. Like they were reading it and it seemed like more rehearsal and it could have, could have went one more time, but you know, they were banging that movie out in a hurry. So, and, uh, yeah, it was early on in his career, so yeah. 
So there you go. What's, the, what's the plan for the rest of the week? We got our thumbnail image. Yay. What's that? <laughs> it's the only pop thing we talked about was beer league. Oh God. Oh, what else am I going to take a picture of? Your half eaten apple? Your okay. sandwich? Gabagool? You do uh McDonald's drive through? Um no, I don't know, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what we talked about. Yeah, nothing. What's the plan for the rest of the week? Because as of this record, it is Tuesday. Yeah. So, you know, not listen to another episode of Fandango. Um, <laughs> you're going to do your record on Dollar Dorks. I did listen to the latest film Dango because they talked about three horror type movies. Um, did they? Did I listen yeah. to them? Nightmare on Elm Street, the first uh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I remember seeing as a kid. Like my older sisters, her sister had rented it and uh, she was watching it. And I don't think I was supposed to be, but I just remember that scene where he's early on in the movie where he's dragging that one broad upper wall and across the ceiling and all the blood's flying and all that. And uh, I remember being pretty freaked out as a kid. And the whole concept of, uh, you could never run away from this guy because he always got to sleep at some point. I thought it was a great concept, uh, but Kevin, I Kevin was not impressed. Right? I haven't seen that movie in forever either, though, so maybe it doesn't hold up, but I'm sure it doesn't. And then they talked about Duel, which uh, I've seen as well. Um, Spielbergo movie made for TV uh, about... Uh, you know, a business commuter that gets terrorized by this tanker truck who's trying to run him off the road. It's all uh, all built on suspense and very chilling. It's funny. Every time I hear Spielberg being associated with that, uh, it just seems strange. Can't picture him doing anything less than a movie as opposed to a made-for-TV movie, right? Yeah. Well, I guess they, they uh, added shots to make it a feature-length film, and that's probably what we see nowadays is the feature-length version. And uh, they finished off with Beetlejuice, which, of course, is one of my favorites. Michael Keaton, man. And they talked about the difference between like the broadcast version and uh, the original theatrical version of things we you know you didn't get to see on TV that you saw him doing in the theatrical version. And you forget about those little things, but when you watch it, uh, watch it again nowadays, get that theatrical version. You can see the full Michael Keaton when he's doing mannerisms and stuff. Hey, you forget he did that. It was like, oh yeah. Cause he does like a jerk off motion at one point, which you never saw at home on TV. I guess I saw, I guess I saw the theatrical then. Cause I remember that scene. Hmm. All right. Of course. You didn't see it in the theater? I don't think I did. Wow. But I, I, I may have. I don't know. Wow. Good enough, I remember that uh, hand stroking. I love the last thing I caught you in that you said you were you saw in the theater. And we did the math and found out you would have been eight years old. 
No. And you somehow walked to the theater. On what your was own. it? No, we calculated that I would have been 13. No, oh, really? Yeah. So perfectly logical going to the movie theaters at 13. Why not? So you're going to let your 13 year old take public transit to get to a no, movie. No, you theater. get dropped off by your parents. You don't take public transit. So when your kid is 13 and we you know savage. how we know how you're bringing up your kids now when he's 13, you're not going to have a problem dropping him off at the theater for the day. For the day. I don't know. You're not wasting the day at the theater and then walking around the shopping mall like I used to do. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know. Be a little transient. Go to the theater. Be productive. Go do something else. Don't be a mall bum. Go find a gym. Yeah. Go work out or something. <laughs> Why don't you just have the weight equipment in your house? I, I, I don't, have I, don't room, I don't have the room for it. Well, but I've always thought true. about it that I should have bought the equipment as I was progressing through life. But it's only good if you got like a full basement dedicated to it, man. You can't just shove it into a tiny room. You need space for everything. It can't be on the main floor because you'll drop the weights and wreck the flooring. It's got to be in a cold, hard, dark basement. You have the giant uh, but quad it's like, garage. It's also like working at home. Sometimes it's hard to find the motivation for it and you got to be focused to do it. Whereas for me to go somewhere, I find I'm more focused and willing to do it because it gets me out of the house too. You know what I mean? If it's there in front of you all the time, it's true. There's a lot of times when you might be less likely to pass on it and go, oh, I'll, I'll just do it later. And then you never get around to doing it. But for me, I just drop the kids off at school. And then while I'm still out two minutes later, I'm at the gym. Well, it would still be a little walk for you to get to your uh, car pavilion where you could put all the weight equipment and you'd be out there on your own. That would work. I like going and looking at other people when I'm at the gym too. I'm an observer. I, I observe hope, society and people. I hope someone grabbed that. I tried to stay quiet. <sighs> now I know to delete that. I, I need a camera crew following Joe when I'm not around him. There are several people I need like private investigators to follow them. So I know what's happening. Why don't you just get Derek to follow me around in his drone? Yeah, that would be something. Follow my driving habit habits for one week. See Joe just freaking staring at another guy as he's pumping this. Well, that's hmm. how you learn stuff too, right? It's like, oh, I haven't done that machine for a while. Yeah. That guy's doing it. Yeah. You know, you, you admire how certain <laughs> bodies look. <laughs> Great <laughs> definition, bro. Bro. Your latissimus dorsi are really peaking today. How'd you get your trap so big? All right. So you're bailing the rest of this week, right? I am off all week from work. I will see you next Monday. So you're welcome. Give me a week off for me or giving myself a week off from you and your PMS craziness. Uh, you've been getting pretty crazy. So it'll be good that you have a little break. 
And hey, that, I always look forward to coming and seeing you. And then when and you I, walk in the room, shit goes crazy. <laughs> no. I, hear, I hear complaining right off the bat. I'm like, oh my God, I should have stayed home. No, I just call things as it is. No, you go crazy over the littlest of things. Not necessary. I don't let you get away with stuff. That's I it. I'm not getting away with stuff. I'm just so, doing my own thing. And why are you worried about other people? Do you get, do <laughs> not let people get away with stuff that you see out on the road or at the stores? Yeah, exactly. No, you don't. Well, I will have uh, someone to work with all night long for uh, the next two nights. They will be present with me and we'll probably have fun, play some board games and stuff, uh, play some no, cards. I know who you're working with. Uh, you will not be having fun. Yeah, I haven't lucked. So enjoy. You've been keeping that quiet. Well, you enjoy because I'm off Monday and Tuesday of next week. What? So, yeah. So you're a piece you. of shit. Screw Why would you too. do that? <laughs> Screw you too. Are you? Yep. No, well, give me a heads up so I don't buy an extra coffee. No, I guess I'm definitely going for lunch Monday and Tuesday. And Friday. Yeah, I would get that out of your system no, before be I going, show up. I'll be going Friday too, just to let you know. It's already booked. You'll be hearing some uh, talk I hear, about that. Yeah, I hear. <laughs> get it out of your system. Nothing to getting out. All right. Does that mean we're wrapped up? Yeah, we can. Actually, we're probably right on the one hour mark. And then after I edit all of uh, your nonsense out, oh, probably yeah. chop down to about 50 minutes. So Lots perfect. of editing. Can you put on the disclaimer today? Did you get us a female to record a new disclaimer? Yeah, I'm going to hire one uh, professional actress to get you whatever it is you need. Just put on the disclaimer. We need it for legal purposes. And, uh, why don't you get, uh, what's her face? Girlfriend versus. She's a voiceover actress. Oh yeah. It's a pretty famous one. And British. So that's right up my alley. Imagine that is right alley. up your alley. Well, I'll leave that to you to work that <laughs> out. She doesn't know agent. who I am. Everyone knows who you are. Jesus. I think you should work on that. Because that's probably a home run. All right. Do you have anything watch, to uh, uh, watch Kevin steal that idea? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I just put out my latest uh, video on my life in collecting. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There's a Splash beautiful music uh, melody bed underneath his voiceover. Hey, I like that, man. It's a hippity hoppity beat. Uh, I just threw out a quick video. Well, whatever. Quick. Yeah. He's, he, he edits those things for a week. No, that's because this final cut pro 10 is giving me agita. Oh, what editing program do you use for our start to continue YouTube videos? Well, you do those cause it's your channel. So you mm. tell me what you use. Hmm. Anyway, I put out about a 12 minute video on my PS one collection. 12 minutes. Ugh. my channel's not for you <laughs> that's do right it's a different audience do folks. not watch this channel it's, it's a different audience for you bill please do not watch this it's a totally different audience guys <laughs> you try it you drive me insane <laughs>
and then you watch it and then gotta get, I gotta deal with your comments on it after. You don't look at the comments, do you? I answer every single comment. Wow. If someone takes the effort to comment on something that I made, I answer it. Wow. I think uh Kevin says I don't have an answer uh for a comment because I don't start have to... anyone else to do it for me. I think there's comments waiting for you on start to continue. Just saying. Well, thanks for the heads up because I don't get notifications on that. I rely on you to tell me when there's comments. For I'm me not to your answer. secretary. <laughs> All right. Can you uh, wrap this up? Because I got some more food I got to eat. Oh, thanks everybody for listening to the latest episode of start to continue. Uh, I apologize for Bill going crazy in the first, uh, within that first half hour period. I apologize for little boy blue over here for, uh, shutting down. So emotionally after talk of salami, it does it to him. Do not talk about salami, but we got him back. It was a little bit of a, a little bit of a haul to get him back, but we got him back. Uh, if you want to check us out, our website is stcpod.com and right there is a spot where you can click on an Amazon link and do your Amazon shopping through our affiliate link. And we'll get a little bit of a commission on that. Uh, we also, if you want to buy some, uh, you know, t-shirts or stuff like that, doesn't have to say STC pod. We have all kinds of, uh, designs over at T public slash STC pod. And, um, what else? Our YouTube channel is start to continue where we just put up a pickup video last week. Hopefully there'll be another one coming. We'll see. We'll see how, uh, we'll see how Joe's feeling. Actually, I don't know if there'll be another one coming for a while. Cause, uh, we're not working with each other for like a week. Um, what else? Oh, look for me on dollar dorks check out dollar dorks. You can find that podcast as well as a whole bunch of other podcasts. And the one Joe was just on the cartridge club game of the month podcast over at cartridgeclub.org or on iTunes or anywhere you want to find podcasts. Look for those. They're called cartridge club and it's called dollar dorks and it's called STC pod. And we'll give a final shout out to, uh, a new podcast that's out there from uh, my buddies, Nintendo Hodge and Frazier from party play gaming. And that's called R three. The, uh, record, um, rinse. Oh, come on. <laughs> rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Is that what it's called? Dude, just, uh, it's called the R three podcast. Ramble. Rinse. No, this doesn't sound right. Ramble, right. record, repeat. There you go. Check those guys out. It's a duo off the cuff podcast talking about whatever they feel like. Their influence uh, must be based on something like we do. Uh, if you like uh, what we do, go check them out. R3 podcast. Post it. Post it. Okay. 